everything we've done has led up to right now. Right now. Because legacy are full of legends. You can become a legend today, boys. Put your stamp on history. Put your stamp on a legacy. It is going to take all of us, all of us, men, be not afraid. Do not be afraid to be a legend. Welcome to episode five of Oh, a podcast. Today's hosts are Lawrence. Oh, it's a great day. I'm Wyatt. We got an axe. I'm Griffin. Yes, the axe was magical to hold most. <laughs> and Jason O. Oh. Snap, we have the axe. <laughs> yep. Dead so, axe, though. Hold, hold the phone. What that axe do? <laughs> hey! But uh, next up, uh, we're going to do a quick recap here uh, for Gopher Sports. Mm. Your third ranked and, again, your Big Ten regular season champions, women's volleyball, is 25-3 and overall, 19-1 the Big Ten. Uh, their regular season is over, but they received the number two overall seed in the 2018 NCAA tournament and will host a regional here at home. You know that you know that gif where Ezekiel Elliott is just pounding down a bowl of cereal. Yeah, that. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, men's hockey is no longer ranked, sadly. Um, they are four six and one overall, two and two in the Big Ten. Uh, they split their series with Michigan State. Oh jeez. Their next series is at home versus the Ohio State Buckeyes this Friday and Saturday, the thirtieth and the first of December. Ohio State got the V tag back this weekend. <laughs> they, they were just Ohio State, but now they're mm. returned to boy. I got words. Ohio State. Continue. All right. Your second ranked women's hockey is thirteen two overall, nine two one in the WCHA. Um, New Haven, winning, yep, they're in the, uh, Connecticut against Yale for an away series on this Friday and Saturday. Next up, men's basketball is 5-1 overall. Uh, they fell to Boston College last night in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, losing 56-68. to You gotta score points. You gotta shoot the back. Okay. NCAA, we need Marcus Carr, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sign that waiver. Get home, please. The next game is at home at U.S. Bank Stadium versus Oklahoma State on Friday. I'm still mad about that. And then your 20th ranked women's basketball is 5-0 and overall. Defeating Cornell 65-45 last Friday. Their next game is at home versus the 12th ranked Syracuse this Thursday. Yep. The winning whale. And that's your Gopher Sports recap. But before we move on, I'm not going to be at this bowl trip and this holiday season. And I want to thank you three guys for joining me on the podcast. So I bought you guys mugs for the holiday season. Aww. So Wait, we're going bowling? Yeah. We yeah. going. Boy, we got it next. We going bowling. I can drink Woo. my Fleck Kool-Aid out of this. I can. <laughs> for all those who had their doubts about Man. me, Jay Fleck. The only way uh, this could be better is if this was a bowl game bowl. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to just, like, cut this off and call it a bowl now. Ooh! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to sip that tea, though. We're a Coke school. (laughs) And you know what? We're a football school again. We are a football and a women's volleyball school. But we are a football school again. We coking? We coking. Cheers. Hold on, let me get, let me pop that sucker open before I. 
You know, in honor of us going uh, bowling rather than drinking coke, I like things to go okay, full so, circle. Can you save me some? I didn't bring a bottle for myself. <laughs> yeah, I can save you just a little bit. I like to take things uh, full circle. You remember who we played in our uh, bowl game freshman year? The Central Michigan. The Central Fire Michigan. Fire up chips! Chippewa Spring Water. <laughs> As we may also be returning to Detroit. But either way. It's good, though. Lord, let us go to Detroit. Whoa! So, the app. So, um... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. Okay, so to be honest, I was watching that game. Halftime, 17-7. I was like, are we going like, to choke again like we did last year? Going to the second half. Where was Thanos? <laughs> Where was Thanos? <laughs> Oh, Thanos was there. Uh, he just happened to be on our team. They uh, they brought up some names that I haven't heard in a long, long time. Thomas Barber picked up that fumble, mm. and they said the last time the Gophers beat the Badgers, Marion Barber was on the team. Mm. And I was the only person in the room who remembered who Marion Barber was. <laughs> and, oh, Lord, this should be good. <laughs> And the last time we won the Axe, not a lot of people remember there were only 11 Big Ten teams. Woof! Mm. Mason was the coach. Mm. DJ Fleck was a senior at Northern Illinois University. Go Huskies! Was that the year they did a re- had a really good season? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it was four years before Big Ten Network was even on the air. Woo! What? And also before Twitter, too. Hashtag tweet tweet. Tweet tweet. Oh, yeah. In Wisconsin, that tweet. Oops. I saw you deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, full of receipts. Full of receipts. Full of receipts. Oh. 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 Yep. So. The only things that remain the same, though, though, is that uh, Barry Alvarez is still a little piece of garbage. Ooh. And, uh, I bet ooh. they wanted him coaching after yeah, that yeah. game. <laughs> it's 4.33 p.m. in Wisconsin. Still, still sucks. sucks. Woo! Yeah. Mm. Drink that tea. Oh, oh, oh. So, um, I I know Drake normally asks the questions, but I had to ask myself this um, a while ago. What was the exact moment you realized that we were actually going to win this game? Because I promise you, the very moment I knew we were going to win this game wasn't when we were up 17 nothing. Wasn't when we were up twenty three to seven. Ooh, it was. Not- I have one bet. Take the bet. What was the bet? Uh, what was the bet? There's a there's a bad man. Uh, his name is uh Blake Cashman, oh, and he uh he he a dirty dirty boy. He a, he a whole man. He a whole grown man. Was that it? Because I have another guess. Uh, uh, that was uh, not it. <laughs> my guess is when my man ate up. That nine minutes in the fourth quarter. No, because that was the most Minnesota drive possible. Because we took up nine minutes and got no points out of it. I uh, I I know when I just as valuable points knew. I knew we had it when Thomas Barber picked up that fumble. That that was the first moment I believed that we were gonna do it. When the Hornet broke through his first interception. There you go. Really? <laughs> Wait, because here's the thing. It was that game which reminded me of, like, you remember last year, the Iowa-Ohio State game, but in reverse. 
The first drive, what does JT Barrett do? Throws that interception. And once we did that, our defense gained confidence in the entire rest of the time. Thank you, Uncle Joe Rossi. He was interim uh, coach Joe Rossi. Then after Purdue, I thought he should have been defensive coordinator Joe Rossi. But after this game, he's Uncle Joe Rossi. After that, he had that defense flying everywhere. But no, actually, it wasn't until uh, the fourth running back. One Bryce Williams got that last touchdown that I said. So, I think it's statistically impossible to give up a 30-point lead at this point. I think that's impossible. I think Didn't we give up 28 in a bowl game? Um, We were up 38-7. to 7, 31. 31 points going into the second half, which is why Glenn Mason was fired. <laughs> I think Rob Smith might have been coaching that game. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Right. Cheers to Uncle Joe. The reason I I thought the game, being how Minnesota always blew, I waited till Tanner went on his last knee, and then I saw Tyler in that sideline run for that axe. Mm, got like, there first. What, that's what ended it for me. Does anybody know who got there first? Tyler. I assumed slowed. it was Tyler. There was a Tyler. debate on Twitter Tyler between Tyler down. Johnson and Jacob Huff. Tyler slowed down. And Jacob Huff man. was like, I got there first, but I got to let the senior do it. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry, vice versa. That's Ty- what Tyler Johnson said. Yeah. Was like, I'm going to let Jacob because he was a senior. So Tyler was like, all beefing. there first, but he let Jacob get it first because he's a senior. Let's be, let's be really honest here. The only reason either one of them got there first was because P.J. Fleck didn't run to go get it because we've seen P.J.'s breakaway speed in the past. <laughs> this PJ, is running a full three. <laughs> P.J. Uh, low-key might be faster than almost everybody on the team. Well, uh, based off of how bright... Well, based on how uh, Bryce Williams was running past, I'd say P.J. Fleck was faster than Wisconsin's Dakota Dixon. You know, I expected to see Yeah, you sipped that tea. I expected to see Blake Cashman, the first one out of that tunnel, because he technically had Pegasus be out there until the clock hit zero. And once that clock hit zero... I uh, wanted Cashman to get the axe first, because, oh, man, that hit. Ooh. I uh no to be honest though the the one thing that pissed me off about the first half was PJ fighting for that first down when they called the fourth and short. Oh no, I love that. <laughs> oh, right. that was look, that was the first time I saw that dog in PJ because PJ's always been all nice and nice and roll the bone and spirit and stuff like that. But that was the first time I said, "This is how you can scare players." That scared the crap out of me watching him on that sideline. And what is he, like 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, he my height. And he's he scared a, the crap out of me. I was like, oh. <laughs> I think he's a 5'10". Talking about a grown man. He, that's a grown man right there. So, uh, I know LaRange, he said last week that um, after that Northwestern game, he said, let's hope, or no, what was it, Purdue? Mm-hmm. You said, let's bring some of that effort into this week. Mm-hmm. You think they did that? Oh. Question. I was going to say, you're not asking that seriously, are you? No. Oh, my God. Y'all remember uh, Jonathan Taylor had 313 yards against Purdue. I thought it was 321. It might have been 321. Oh, I know he had three uh, three touchdowns in that game, and he single-handedly beat Purdue. He 
only had 120 yards and no touchdowns. He had 130, game. I think. No, no. Nope. 120. No, he did have 120. Because who had? Because who had 121? My man. Okay. And uh, you did say last week too. If you kept Jonathan Taylor yeah. under 130, we win. And look what happened. Look what happened. He but did it, no damage. But it wasn't even that we kept him exactly. under uh, 150, though. That wasn't That's 130, 150. It wasn't even that. It's That's the, still a great accomplishment. It's though, still man. a great He's averaging like 160-something yards a game. That's still well below his Hey, bring it down the average, boys. But it wasn't just that we kept him under that. It was the fact that we did not allow him to explode. We didn't allow him to turn those three yards into 60-yard runs, 40-yard runs, 30-yard runs. No, we said, okay, we're going to get his – he is going to get his. He is too good. His offensive line is too good. Sure, we're going to let him get his. But it's going to come four a pop, five a pop, six a pop, and that's all you're going to get. Thank you, Uncle Joe. Mm. But we finally end the 14-year losing streak. Thank you, Uncle Joe. Again. Thank, thank you, Uncle Joe. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, uh, let's let's not leave out Papa Fleck. Oh, Papa Fleck, Papa <laughs> Fleck. Uh, I'm I'm looking right now, trying to figure out what size statue I'm building you on this campus because you just got hey, a twenty six year extension. Bigger than that. You know hey. what? This is now PJ Fleck Bank Stadium. Hey, but put. Joe Rossi statue next to him. Ooh, you're right. You're right. Okay, Wait. Okay. You know the um the entrance uh posters that have the picture of us with the axe in 2003. Oh yeah. We finally get to update that picture. <laughs> <laughs> we get to update it, y'all. Okay. Um. Oh, God, but I. Joe Rossi getting that interim title removed from his name just. How do y'all feel about that? Um. Well. If we look at stats, because I like stats. Yes, tell me. Um, let's let's go back to Rob Smith, who allowed in Big Ten games forty three points a game. For what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Uh, uh, <laughs> you want to go, Joe Rossi? <laughs> what did he do? About fifteen, sixteen. Mm. Mm-hmm. What? Opposing <laughs> running backs under Rob Smith, seven point five yards a carry under Joe Rossi, four. <laughs> Third down conversions under Rob Smith, 48%. Under Joe Rossi, 22. <laughs> Turnovers forced a game, 1.33 versus 1.66. Uncle Joe! 78%. 78%, baby. Average length of touchdown. Now, this one might get you. What do you mean? Okay. So, like, the length, like, explosive touchdown? Yeah. Okay. The difference. Okay. Rob Smith. 34.74. Disgraceful. Joe Rossi, take a guess. 15. 7.6. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm fine. Good? I'm fine. Good? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. If we Rossi could. can continue this defense with its consistent play in 2019, we're looking at an above-average defense and a very promising offense. With all those starters returning. Plus um, everyone who was injured. Ah! We get Antoine Winfield Jr. back. We get Antoine. We get our entire wide receiving core. All four running backs. 
don't know about you, that sounds pretty dangerous. That's, have you seen the schedule for next year? Softer than some two ply. <laughs> so, I, man, look, our schedule was softer than Purdue's run defense. Oh. That, oh, I was like, I can't even, okay, I can't be petty because oh. before Rob Smith was there, that was our run defense. Yeah. Softer than Rob Smith's run defense. So while we wait for Wayne to get back, who's everyone's neck time of the week? No, that's oh. tough. That's all. It was a good game in so all playmakers. Many exactly. How about we each name someone else? Yep. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going with Demetrius Douglas. I've been waiting for that all year, and I think that was crucial in that. He's back quarter. on the team now. <laughs> Demetrius Douglas, my neck time. Man. Tony Durr, Julian Huff, Chris Williamson. You gotta pick one. Which one of those interceptions just made your heart sing? You know, it wasn't a. Gr- it wasn't obviously every interception was a great interceptions, but I think I'm gonna go for the one against Coney Durr because that's what sends what sets the tone. I mean, you saw Alex Hornerbrook. Well, actually, well, he didn't even see Coney Durr because Alex Hornerbrook has a problem where he sees a receiver and he's like, "I'm just gonna go to that guy," and he doesn't like to read the defense a second time. And so he threw it straight into his hands, and that's when you know. I don't. The game, the games. I mean, it wasn't ours, but it sets the tone for a very positive gopher. I mean, I read um, Ryan Burns. He wrote an article, and he explained what happened. He was like, "That wasn't just Coney Durr made a great play. That was Joe Rossi, because he had Coney Durr disguise playing man." Yes. Okay, yes. That, this is a whole different topic. And then, I'm, I'm like, I love it, I love it. Uncle Joe! Okay, I'm sorry. My necktie of the week, and this may be surprising, Tanner Morgan is oh. my necktie of the week. Nine I'm, for 16? Nine for 16, only 100-something yards, no touchdowns, no INTs. Here's the reason why he's my necktie. When you watch the game fully... You realize the first drive, maybe the first drive and a half. We're giving our neckties wide. Um, Ooh, the first boy. drive, the first drive and a half. We were pass first, oh, yeah. and it was working because they couldn't guard our receivers. Demetrius Douglas getting his work in. Uh, not Demetrius Douglas. Uh, Chris Hammond Bell getting his work in. Ty Johnson getting his work in. Just quietly like sixty something yards, 78. 78 yards. What three full catches? Uh, Tyler Johnson was 76 yards. Uh, Austin Bell with 26. How many catches? I think Tyler had six. Tyler only had four catches. Oh, there you go. Four catches plus 77. See, that's what I'm talking about. But, like, I thought in this game that if we had a chance, we had to do all those things defensively. But I said we were going to have to aerate him. We had to become Mike Leach because it wasn't snowing. Sorry, Mike Leach. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Can't throw it in that. Uh, But I thought we would have to become an aerate offense. And it looked like it was working. And we had the threat of a quarterback who would throw the ball not to the people in red. And I thought he made some really crucial third down conversions when our running game got stalled only briefly, but got stalled, made some crucial plays. One of the best plays of the game to me was, um, it was maybe it was a third down play or something like that where um, he had to keep because he almost got sacked. 
And the Wisconsin dude got his hand on him. Tanner Morgan spins out, ran it for like five yards and ended up being the fourth and two that we ended up getting and led to a touchdown. That was incredible decision making because he could have thrown it away. Yes. He is not a runner, but he saw that opportunity. And and that's why I like Tanner Morgan's escapability. But, but the coverage you're talking about, uh-huh. I love that. Because after Rob Smith's firing, I was reading a lot about how Joe Rossi was directed to eliminate any complex, like, um, read defenders. Or, yeah. Oh, any reads defenders had to make. And which compromised their fundamentals. Which is kind of was like why I was talking about Blake Cashman. is like, Blake Cashman wasn't playing Blake Cashman's game. Um, Until Purdue. <laughs> right. Until um, Joe. <laughs> I think it was a bold and the right move. Because um, this, I think, is one of the best hires of, well, of, um, hires of Flex career, basically. Um, the immediate and obvious change. Example. Okay. Joe, Joe Rossi will disguise the defense. Rob Smith, if you watched against, oh, I think it was Illinois, just had three uh, defensive backs, and they all just went with the receivers. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then Joe Rossi is like, well, I'm going to show six and then rush four. And I'm going to drop a cornerback. Are you t- That's not like a Mike Zimmer defense right there. Uh, wait, are you saying we have a defensive coordinator who does creative schemes? Yes. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Hey, 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 hey how dare you? Right, you're next time. You're next. Oh, oh yeah, have, you're next time. We have uh, Karen Morgan, Demetrius Douglas, and uh, Ooh, those are Those are some good picks, guys. I especially like the Coney Door pick. That's a heads up thinking. <laughs> if I have to get, if I have to give it to a player, I'll give it to Thomas Barber. Um, but I want to give it to Papa Fleck. There is a man who promised me championships. There he promised me Rose Bowls. He did. Who promised me rivalry trophies? He and did. on Saturday. What'd he do? He delivered. He. Wait for it. Everything we've done is up to right now. <sighs> <sighs> I'm gonna cry on. I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry on a podcast. Joe Rossi is looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rossi is the legend. He wasn't even talking to his players. He was talking to Joe Rossi. Uh, tell me you would have run through a wall for this I man would've. right I now. I would run through a brick wall for P.J. Fleck right now. As soon as he was hired, and I saw walls. one practice commentary, I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Give right me now. Washington State Wait. right now. I'll run right through that brick wall. I mean. Because as much as, first of all, Rob Smith, I had always said Rob Smith was the worst. <laughs> what the heck was that? And that was a bad decision. But we have to understand that Flex an offensive dude. He, that's but what he, he is. Appreciate defense. He appreciates it. And his system at Western Michigan was very sound. It was very dependent on his defense. They were number one in the country in turnover margin. So his defense took the ball away. Wait, but, so wait why didn't he bring his defensive coordinator from Western then? I think he's... Where is he at? I don't even know. 
I don't. He I'll was. A, I'll take a look. Just yeah. So uh, and and so like that was a bad hire. But the moment Joe Rossi took over, and Kirk Shiraka is the best hire that Fleck had. Kirk Shiraka dealing with the youth and attrition and the injuries. What he was able to do with this offense this year is nothing short of spectacular. So now you have all of this stuff coming back. You have all these defense will miss you. Jacob Juju Huff will miss you. Blake Ashman. But you have a lot on defense coming back, too. You have a lot on the offensive line coming back. The offensive line would be huge. Oh, but also, this was P.J. Flex's revenge game when he lost in the Cotton Bowl. There's no Troy Fumagalli to save you, Wisconsin. But, yeah, we, we talk about, like, look, oh, when's Fleck going to do anything important? 15, 14, 15, yeah, 15. We'll call it 15 years of getting your butt kicked. And P.J. just went in with the youngest team in the country without their six best players, with their best defensive player, Billy Cashman, getting ejected in the first quarter or and the first half. Years. And he did it in the second year in their house by 22 points. Every single touchdown scored by a freshman. What PJ did on Saturday made me believe everything he's telling us. Okay, I found it. Everything Joe Rossi. His defensive coordinator was Ed Pickham. He was there with PJ went for four years. He's now at University of Massachusetts. Well, that ain't work out well. Never mind. That did not work out well. He's a UMass? Yeah. It's good. We got Uncle Joe. We got Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe. He better be head coach at UMass. He's not. Uh, So would you say Kirk was a better hire than Joe Rossi currently? Yes. Okay. And the only reason I say that is because as great as this defense is playing right now, they're not doing anything that I wouldn't have expected from like a Tracy Clay's defense. The defense is playing the way that I thought Minnesota defense should have played and the defense that I had seen. And I think Joe Rossi understands that. It, the, the biggest thing we saw with Joe Rossi is that he lets his linebackers, like Cashman, play zone instead of man. Mm-hmm. Illinois, Reggie Corbin's 70-yard run. I believe it was his first one. Blake Cashman's playing man coverage and commits straight up the gut. Where's the edge? We don't have one. He's gone. Oof. Cashman on David Blau. What does he play? He plays zone instead. Guess what happens? He what? trusts his instincts. Blau rolls out. Cashman strips him, and he goes to the end zone. Need I say more? You don't need you you got because like Joe Rossi basically went back and just said, look. We have players. We have players with a few instincts. Let them do what they do. I'm not going to put chains on them. Let them do what they do. And I love that. But Kirk Shiraka, our defense was a lot more experienced than our offense. What Kirk Shiraka did, we're about to, with this bowl game, barring any injuries, we're going to have a 1,000-yard running back. And a th- nine games. Only played nine games. And we're going to have a 1,000-yard receiver in the same year. This is our third-string running back. Who was supposed, oh, supposed to be third-string now. Who was supposed to be third-string? Oh, he's still going to be third-string when Rodney and Shannon come back. But I don't even say it's going to be third-string. It's going to be like one Rodney. Then it's going to be one, one B point. and C. <laughs> because, 
one point one one point one one point one B. One point one one Muhammad But like what he did with this offense is unbelievable. The Wildcat was the best thing that we have done. The amount of things we can do with Seth Green. And we get him back next year as well. Minnesota was quietly this weekend three on three on fourth downs. Were we? Hey, uh, where was Wisconsin on third? Wisconsin on third was four for 11. <laughs> Wisconsin got one more third, fourth down, or third down that we got Fourth downs. They tried it. They hey, failed. They, hey, they tried fourth down and then went over with it. <laughs> they woo, tried. Woo, 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 woo. So, so, yes, I do agree the Wildcat was probably the best thing that happened this year. This is the best thing. Tyler Johnson emerged. He emerged last year, but this Quietly, year he... and I hope it stays that I'm way. I'm hoping he doesn't go to the NFL after this year. Please. I'm uh, so mad at Calvin Ridley. Why you snitch? Calvin Ridley snitched on Tyler Johnson. I'm upset. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah, he tweeted out. He just said Tyler Johnson and like three fire emojis. And then three fire emojis. I'm like this. Calvin, if you don't shut your mouth right now, the NFL ain't supposed to know about Tyler Johnson. He's supposed to be the DJ Moore of this group. Just, you ain't supposed to know nothing. Until finally he goes to Carolina and you see what DJ Moore done to you, so... <laughs> There's something about Maryland wide receivers, Stephon oh, Diggs and DJ Moore. They all right. Were you surprised? You know, well, anybody, Lorenz, you know, you like talking about Jonathan Taylor. That Minnesota had 47 rushing attempts while Wisconsin had 31. Well, no, I wasn't surprised, and the reason being is because I, I also said this: Wisconsin's style of offense is very dependent on being able to play from ahead. Because the moment we got 10 nothing, they could still run it. That's fine. But the moment we hit that 17 nothing with Demetrius Douglas, they had to throw the ball. <laughs> they because I don't care how well you run it. With Joe Rossi's base defense, Jonathan Taylor wasn't going to explode. So you had to throw the ball. And I love that Joe Rousey said, if you're going to beat us, Jonathan, uh, not Jonathan Taylor, Alex Hornibrook is going to beat us. We are not allowing uh, Jonathan Taylor to beat us. Because that's what Purdue did. Purdue said, we're not going to let Jack Cone beat us. We're going to make sure Jonathan Taylor beats us. And Jonathan Taylor obliged. <laughs> he said, okay. And we took the right option. So I wasn't surprised. Also, this is for Wyatt, his boy, Herbers. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. Here we go. Oh, here we go. How come he wasn't here next time? He had two punts and averaged forty nine yards. Did he? Oh, hold on. Can I change my mind? Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Forty nine yards. <laughs> Average. No, but I got a hug from Emma Carpenter on Saturday night. It felt great. I love Emmett. Man, I'm a sad I uh, tried to track down Herbers. I could not. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, Emmett made himself very, very open. Yes. I freaking love him. I'm going to miss him so much next year. So is Jacob Herbers. Oh, Jacob Herbers is... Oh, he's a senior. He's a a junior. Wait, we're losing... Payne Jordan, long snapper, and kicker Emma Carver. There's no confirmation that we will lose Jacob Herbert. Jacob Herbert technically graduates. 
Oh, Come back, Jacob. Technically, he is graduating with his degree in mechanical engineering. But he got a year of eligibility left. Come on, Jacob. And, uh, you know you want to see us win the West next year. Come on. He uh, graduated five years ago. Hold on. He's <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, keep going. And uh, this year, um, Jacob Herpers was, uh, to put it nicely, Blatantly disrespected Blatantly. by one Peter Mortel. What? Oh. Did he not get the whole of the year? The top three were announced, and Jacob Herbers was not amongst them. And I am furious, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Oh. I am heated about it. I haven't seen anything about the Ray Guy Award. If anyone wants to pull that up, he probably got snubbed there too, but. Why calm down? You want to talk about our special teams? Our special teams were bad this week. Ooh, they were nasty. I give as much credit to Demetrius' touchdown as I do the blocking. Oh, that blocking was a beat. But the initial burst that he had with the two dudes there, think of beauty. Think, think Think of if we didn't have a targeting call on a special teams, on that special teams, uh, where Blake Cashman took the life out of a Wisconsin player. Who was that? He took the life out of Camp Randall. He laid that wood down. I was like, uh, it reminded me of a few years ago when um, that Ohio, it was Denzel Ward. They were playing Maryland. And the dude caught the ball, and Denzel Ward just smacked him. And the commentator goes, Woo! I know y'all were barbecuing back there. You didn't invite me. Hurt my feelings. That was exactly what I was saying when Blake Cashman laid down that wood. And both plays, just like Ohio State, ended up with Blake Cashman and Denzel Ward getting ejected. Do you think that was a targeting? Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. But what was the call that people were mad about besides targeting? That was the fourth down. That I'm sorry, oh, it should have been the first down. Sorry, oh. I was mad about the kick catch interference call because I think that part was bogus. Yeah. Targeting, yeah, yeah, it's pretty fair. Uh, He's got snub too. He's out of finals. He's not finals. What <laughs> is with the NCAA and this so, disrespect? So like, if you don't want to get hit. Thank you. <laughs> homie, homie, if you don't want that smoke, if you don't, because Demetrius uh, Douglas, he said, bring the smoke, bring the smoke, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. And uh, y'all try to deliver it, but Demetrius is a fire extinguisher. Who want that smoke? <laughs> we want that smoke. So, man, as I soon just, as Demetrius learns to catch, he's going to be... <laughs> Yeah, you're back on the team, Demetrius Douglas. I'm still mad at you about Purdue. I mean, we should have won. What was Well, what did we win? 41 to 10. 41 to 10, yeah. We should have won 48 to 10, Demetrius Douglas. It's okay. I'm also a little mad at Emmett Carpenter for missing that field goal. After the nine. Uh, I should have beat him 40 to 15. Yeah, that's all I'm mitt. We're we're pretty sure can confirm that's all mitt. I don't care. I'm still upset. I need someone to put it on. So I, there are a lot of other things that happened in the Big Ten this week. Uh, don't get me started, boy. Wyatt was correct. What'd I say? 
State. What did I say on this podcast last week? The Ohio State defeated Michigan. Do defeated not count not. out a team that knows what they're playing for. Ohio State. Michigan came to their house and they said, Not today, Jim Harbaugh. I'll this be- is our turf. I mean, it looked like Jim Harbaugh was going to need a new pair of khakis the way they were just pissing all over. I was, it wasn't that Ohio State won. If someone would have told me that Michigan was going to score 39 points, I was going to say, oh, well, Michigan beat them like 39 to 20. Number one total defense, number one pass defense by far. And old Dwayne Haskins lit him up. Went and him up. had himself lit a him up. Day. Six touchdowns? <laughs> On that defense? Six, six touchdowns? <laughs> How glad are you you don't have to play him? I'm like, now the question is, do you take Ohio State or do you take Oklahoma in the playoffs? Oklahoma. Why? But hold on, hold on. Kennedy Brooks. Is he that running back? Mm-hmm. He's leading the country in uh, yeah, but yards per attempt. Wait, but what conference is he in, sir? I was going to say. Big 10 plus 2. Oh, hi. oh. How, many, how much? How many yards per carry do you think Johnson and Taylor would be averaging if he was playing in the Big Twelve? Nine hundred. <laughs> uh, one thousand. <laughs> I'm like, ain't I nobody was, stopping that. Y'all got forty put up on them by Kansas. Kansas. Kansas and. And Y'all got, they got beat by who? They get beat by Texas. Texas. Texas ain't back. Uh, Maryland proved that for the second year in a row. Everyone mad at Ohio State for almost losing to Maryland. I'm still on that Kyler Murray. Thing. Oh, Kyler! Look, Kyler Murray is the truth. But all I've said is this: Y'all gonna disrespect the man who just broke Drew Brees' touchdown record, passing record. In a conference designed to play defense, drew a party on the number one defense. Who's the best defense Oklahoma has played all year? I'll wait. Oh, God, it might be like. I know who it is. Iowa State. I was going to say, it's probably Iowa State. They beat them by 10. They're They're the closest thing to a Big Ten defense that the Big 12 has. 62 points on the number one defense in the country, Griffin. And here's the thing. They could have put up 70 if they wanted to. They could have put up 70. I'm about to lose my hat because I'm so upset. They could have put up 70. Hey, uh, hey LaRons, if they put up 70, uh, how many points difference is that? Don't say it. <laughs> don't, don't say it. 31. <laughs> Big boys. Woo! Big boys. Anyway, um, so that's my thing. Moving on. Yep. So next segment, um, preview possible bowls. Because um, the news that I have is we have nine Big Ten teams are bowl eligible, and the possibles I've seen so far is the Quick Lane Bowl, Penn State Bowl, 
And then was the only Big Ten team to lose the bowl game last year? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, how's that tea, Griff? Piping hot. And then the uh, Red Box Bowl in Santa Clara and the um, First Responders Bowl in Dallas. I said we're going to Finstrand. I, uh, I don't want to go to New York. You know how much I would good love. Thing, good thing we don't make that decision. Love, love, love to go back to Detroit. I would love to go back to Detroit. Look, I want. I want a chance. Seven Eleven at two in the morning. That was delicious. You need to stop. <laughs> hey, oh, hold on, hold on. I want a chance. Seven Eleven at two in the morning. Yeah. You remember what happened when we got back with Robert? <laughs> I want a chance to play. Eastern Michigan or Akron or one of those teams that uh, no, beat some Big Ten teams pretty badly earlier in the season. No, actually, and maybe ESPN, uh, give them give them a talking to. Someone from ESPN has us playing Duke. Duke beat the crap out of Northwestern. I've seen Virginia. I've seen Virginia Tech. Ooh. I've seen Pittsburgh. Sorry, uh, I wouldn't Oregon. mind playing Duke right now. <clears throat> Matchup of the unis. <laughs> Gang! Shiny uniform. How, squad. Here's the thing. Yes. Only, only way the band is topping that is going full banana. <laughs> you, you, wait, you know who I would want to play, though, low-key? I want to play Pittsburgh. I ain't want to play. I don't want to touch Pittsburgh with a 10-foot pole. Why? <laughs> I mean, Clemson. Clemson. This is an open letter to Clemson. You have Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh. Do not underestimate Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh just lost 24-3 to Miami. And uh, who Pittsburgh beat this season? Nobody. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh's put in some uh, pretty good upsets when it matters. Penn State beat them 56-10. to 10. <laughs> Trace, that's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about uh, Notre Dame? Ian Book. Ian Book. Ian Book smacked the dictionary on him. You need to stop. They, uh, they <laughs> ain't beat nobody. And yet, they're going to the ACC championship game. <laughs> they were 24 in the country this week. And then Miami put those hands on them. I just want to play Pittsburgh. So, if we beat them, we can say, congrats, we beat the ACC Coastal Champ. That'll do good for recruiting. <laughs> you know what else I would want to beat? Miami. Because beat them in basketball. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> but yeah, nah, I love to do that. Can, can we play Boston College so we can make up for a basketball? Uh, that would be fun. Man, I wish Washington State was a little bit worse. <laughs> oh! 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 Uh, I would love uh, to see this uh, Joe Rossi defense putting its you. putting its hands on Washington State. But I wouldn't want to because what that also means is Tracy Clay's got to put his hands on us. And you know that defense yeah, would are. play. Man, I don't want to do that. But. Uh, as much as we talk about these bowl games and stuff, and personally, I would love to go to uh, California again because it's warm, and I don't want to play on a dang baseball field. Um, <laughs> but my favorite, this was a conversation we had earlier. Um, 
something or Niners or whatever had their Big Ten final Big Ten rankings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh Lord. About that. <sighs> hey, can can you pull those up? No one's given us any love for beating Wisconsin. Oh, except for one. Uh, Bryce Hart, thank you. Bryce, no, 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 no. no. A different site. Well, not only uh, Bryce Harper to the Minnesota Twins not confirmed only for beating God, Purdue. Let's see. These, these are the power rankings. Don't and at first, like I think they are pretty sound. Ohio State, yeah, you right. Michigan, yeah, probably fair. Penn State, uh, who's four? Northwestern. Yeah, I might flip those two, but it's fine. It's all good. Nah, um, Iowa? I'll take that. Okay, yeah, I can take that. Wisconsin. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'd no- have more teams from the East before I put Wisconsin. Uh, one of the only ones left is Michigan State and Indiana. So, Oh, uh, what about Maryland? Mar- you ain't say Maryland yet. You ain't. Boy, stop. Uh, number seven. Maryland got their sixth win, didn't they? No, they did not. Did- they only Maryland- put up three points they against Penn State. State. <laughs> Hold on. Maryland, by all means, deserved to get six wins. They and they shot themselves in the foot That's repeatedly. Anyway, number seven. Nebraska. Michigan State, number nine, Purdue. I want a rematch with Joe Rossi's defense. Number 10, Minnesota. How dare they? Um, there are at least two teams why? above us that shouldn't be. Um, why are people so hell-bent on putting Nebraska up there like they're the greatest team in the world? Because they won They're four still games talking right season. now at four. I, they're they're going to come back angry. They will come back and win. But right now, but right you now, you can't put them that high. Oh, they're you just like, can. I've I've talked to people who said you have to adjust them by how they ended the season with an L. <laughs> That's how they ended the season with a hot L. That's how they ended the by season. By a field goal. Two, by, three you know the only reason that game was close was because Kirk Ferentz decided to get cute. That was the only reason that game was close. They were on like the five yard line. Mm-hmm. Could have gotten uh, the uh, field goal. They said, oh, we're on like fourth and five, and we're going to do a shovel pass. Okay, uh, then easy three points. Oh, and then they missed another uh, three-pointer in the next play. That game should not have been close. Should not have been close. But Kirk Ferris decided to be cute. Um, okay. All I'm saying well, is Kirk be like that. Kirk Ferris does do that occasionally. But I'm saying this. Okay, little rant. I'm ready. Probably not so little. <laughs> the last three games, Purdue and Wisconsin are tied for second in the Big Ten West. Purdue, by all accounts, should have beaten Northwestern. Purdue, by all accounts, should have beaten Wisconsin. But you know what? We'll give Wisconsin their due. We beat both of those teams by a combined 53 points. How much did we lose to Northwestern by? Ten. Ten. And we gave them four five turnovers. How much did we lose to Iowa by? Seventeen. And that was under uh also Ross Smith. Also, fun fact, there was only also fun fact, there was only one team that put up more points against Iowa than we did, and that was Purdue. And we beat Purdue. Beat the living crap out of Purdue as we did. If you're talking about because some people will say, okay, how did you end the season? 
we ended up the season giving 15, 16 points a game and beating teams uh, by 22. We only lost by 10 after giving five turnovers and then beating another team by uh, 31 points. And then we closed the season by defeating our longtime rival, Wisconsin, by 20 On the road! And we're claiming Axe. Jerry never won it. Jerry never won it. Clay's never won it. Nope, nope, nope. And Tim Brewster. Brewster and, never won it. And mind you, don't need it. we like hiring coaches out of the Mac, don't we? Man, we you don't need to tell me that funky Brewster didn't win it. it. But you know what? And we did it with the youngest team in the country without our six best players and our best player um, in the game going out in the first half. And you want to disrespect. First of all, I think they disrespected Purdue. Because how, how did you put Nebraska ahead of Purdue? Yeah. Did it Purdue beat y'all? They must have been eating some weird corn. The, <laughs> their best win was us. And we were playing for the first half with a quarterback with an internal injury and Rob, Rob Smith's defense, to which as soon as we put in Tanner Morgan, 22 unanswered points before Rob's defense did what Rob's Smith defense does. So not only would I love to have played them with Joe Rossi, Uncle Joe, but a whole body of work, their best win was us. Then they beat Illinois. Then they beat Bethune-Cookman, who I assumed was a cooking school. Uh, and then they beat an inept Michigan, Michigan State team 9-6 to six at home. What am I supposed to do with that? Is Michigan State a better team than Wisconsin? No. Mm. You beat them by how many? Three? How many touchdowns did they score? Oh, none. <laughs> Did Michigan State get six wins? They did. Yeah, the Rutgers one was right bowling. Give give that six win over to Maryland. You give that six win to Maryland. You let Maryland. Michigan State beat the crap oh. out of Maryland. <laughs> but that's from the Big Ten. But here's what Saturday tradition had to say. So one Ohio State, two Michigan, three Northwestern, four Penn State, five Iowa, six Michigan State, all right, seven Minnesota. There you go. Eight, eight Wisconsin. Nine Purdue, ten Nebraska. Put Purdue Amen. Ahead. I'd say put Purdue ahead of Wisconsin. I would say so. tennis Nebraska. Uh, like, but I mean, like who's blowing Nebraska and beat them? Anything in the middle, you could you could Indiana, shuffle. Indiana, then Maryland, uh, Illinois. Indiana beat Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you want to? How many wins did Indiana get? Three. They won five. five. They won five. Indiana are five, both five and seven. They beat who we're probably going to play in the bowl game in Virginia. Anyway. Man, I like Anthony McFarlane. She going to be a scary dude to He's stop. He's a freshman. Yeah. He's going to be a scary dude to stop. And I, under, I understand that Adrian Martinez is a scary person. He's going to be hard to stop in the future. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But in this kitchen, we serve hot ales and hot dubs. And Nebraska took... Eight L's. You know, you know, they hated uh Mike Riley, but you know he was able to beat Jeff Brom. Mm. Anyway. Mike Riley had four wins too, didn't he? Four Uh-huh. Four wins. And he, and it, it wasn't a great game. Mike Riley put up a better fight against Wisconsin. Mike Riley's fired for four wins. Scott Frost was celebrated for four wins. Yep. Scott Frost was praised. He is definitely the right hire. 
I I do not give him the praise. Let's right now. let's be very because um who was it? It was Herb Street or whoever it was said Nebraska should be a lock for top twenty five next year preseason top twenty five. Losing Ozigbo. They lose Ozigbo. They lose Stanley Morgan Jr. And some of their defensive players too. And some of that defense. Now, to be fair, their defense was trash, so it might be addition by subtraction. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm like, yo, if you subtract a negative number, you're actually adding. Anyway, uh, but I don't understand. Can any of you explain to me what I am missing? Because they say the last six games, Nebraska was better than Purdue. They better than us? Hold up. Are they better than Maryland? They said, look, we're going to give Nebraska credit because they almost beat Ohio State. Maryland should have beaten Ohio State. And we if we would have played a full game, we might have beat Ohio State. If Ozak didn't throw so many interceptions, we would have beaten Ohio State. What a look. They are getting credit for almost doing things. We are getting trashed. For winning. for winning, not only winning, dominating. Purdue and Wisconsin. Purdue, we Fresno State has won ten games, and we're their only loss. Second, uh, one of their only two losses. They lost by seven to Boise State. Okay, that's but two. oh, mm. oh, blue, you know Smurf turf ain't nothing <laughs> hey, to deal uh, with. Guess who they? Guess who they get I to play again? I love the mountain west. <laughs> Smurf turf. Anyway, but uh, I I understand Scott Frost is a great coach. Mm-hmm. There were some people who said that he should get coach of the year in the Big Ten. No, I heard that. I heard that, and I said, no, 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 no. That is the most disrespectful thing I have heard in a long time. Because you telling me because I. I know who should get coach of the year in the Big Ten. He resides in Evanston, Illinois. He is at a private school with the worst recruiting rankings in the Big Ten outside of maybe Rutgers. Um, Their name is Northwestern University. You might know them. They went 0-3 in non-conference play. And now they're going to the Big Ten Championship. I like Scott Frost. I really do. I think Nebraska is going to be dangerous next year. I think they'll be deadly the year after. But. You can't give praise for almost doing things. You. What. What is this? Like, and I understand it's Nebraska. It's a name bearing school. But right now, based off of what was done this year. I give Fleck a better coaching job than Frost. Tell me who had better players, Nebraska or Minnesota? Nebraska. And it's not even close. <laughs> and it's not close. It would be a whole lot closer if we could stay healthy. It would be a lot closer if we stayed <clears throat> healthy. Really? Really? And PJ won two more games. Won two more games with less. All these freshmen. Every touchdown Scored against our rival was a freshman. Fired a defensive coordinator with three games left. Tell me a more gutsy coaching decision than that. In the Big Ten or? Ding, 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 ding. 
Nebraska's going to be a great team. And if for some reason any Nebraska fan is listening to this, Scott Frost is a great hire. I think he's going to be a great coach. But the amount of Kool-Aid that is being drunk, not only by Nebraska fans, because all of them are saying they win in the West next year. We'll see y'all in Minneapolis, dog. <laughs> We're getting a revenge game next we'll year. We'll see y'all. Muhammad, we'll see y'all. Tyler Johnson, we'll see y'all. He had 175 hey, uh, uh, of receiving yards against y'all. You know we'll who see uh, Rodney Shannon. And Tanner Morgan will quietly. And Tanner Morgan will quietly see y'all again. Hey, uh, you know who they haven't seen yet? Who they haven't seen? Uncle Joe. Oh, and Uncle Joe. I know he was on that sideline during the Nebraska game. You're just looking like. <laughs> the press box. He was in the press box, just like you know, I swear to you God. Know, it's fine. Let him, let him, let him be like this, cause I'll be the underdog, and I'll, and we'll destroy him. I'm, I, I don't understand because I thought to myself, is this the amount of set? hype? I hadn't seen the amount of hype for a coaching change since Jim Harbaugh came to Michigan. But what did Jim Harbaugh do his first year? Michigan was five and seven the year before. He won ten games his first year. Double that win total. And he beat us. Too. And he beat. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tracy Clays and Mitch Leitner's bad time management beat us. Should have won nine games. That's fine. Uh, but, but I'm like, I have not seen this level of hype since Jim Harbaugh came. And Jim Harbaugh deserved the hype. Because what did he do the mo- when he stepped Foot on Michigan. They were a different team. And uh, Scott Frost, they say, uh, we lost our first game because we got Akron canceled. So we had to play uh, Colorado first. Colorado won five games this year. They won their first five games, and then they lost seven in a row. <laughs> Are you aware that Jim Harbaugh lost his first game to Utah? Who? Hey, BYU. Wisconsin. BYU. So, in closing, Nebraska, hey, it's cool. We don't need a – screw BYU. We don't care. We did it ourselves. Y'all beat them by three. We beat them by 22. (laughs) (laughs) BYU, we'll see you in 2020. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Hey, 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 hey. We'll see them in 2020. Oh. We got – I dig it. We got those boys in – 2020. 2020. Here or away? Okay, well, last I question remember. I want to ask because we are probably going to go over. I just want to, like, a theoretical question. How do you think this win, or at least these last three wins, will affect recruiting? Because you really got a selling pitch now. I think it should, especially for the in-state boys. Hold on. We're going to go from, I think, what, at least 38. 30. You ain't got to say a word. Yeah. Seven or eight. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump at least two spots. What? You ain't got to say a word to your recruits. You just, just put an axe in their hands. <laughs> Drop the axe no, on the desk and no, walk okay, off. No, Boom. Just bring the axe with them. Like, All right. We have axes and we have oh. doors. We need nothing else. <laughs> Yo, we got axes to cut down the trees and then we turn that wood into an ore. What you want? Like... Because I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is the uh, Kobe McCrary. He actually tweeted out, "What high school student wouldn't want?" Oh, it wasn't Kobe McCrary. Who it was, was it? I think it was either 
Marquise Gray or um, no, I, Williams? No, it was Kobe. It was because Marquise Gray, he was just hilarious. I think it was Kobe. He was like, what high school student athlete would not want to be a part of this? PJ just marched in to Madtown. Name the last team that beat Wisconsin by 22 in their house. I couldn't even tell you. Thank you. You weren't alive then, too. <laughs> I don't remember. Ohio State went in a few years ago, one by seven. Sam, Michigan went in one by seven. Someone want to look that up? I'm actually curious. I'm no, curious. the real answer. Because if you want to say what this culture is, what a cultural shift is. Hey, the Rons. What are the odds that we get uh, some people who uh, man, might have committed elsewhere to? If back I over? am PJ Fleck. I am going after Bryce, whatever his last name is, from Lakeville North. From Lakeville North. Yep. I am going after him hard right now. Because I'm – why would uh, – <laughs> why do I say someone would from Minnesota would rec- go to Wisconsin or would go to a Nebraska over us? A, name brand. B, they say, well, you're not going to beat Wisconsin. If you can't beat them, join them. Ha <laughs> ha, surprise. <laughs> Up 22. I'm go- I am would go after him so hard and say, do you see what our offensive line did to Wisconsin? We going to put you on that offensive line next year. Donnell Green's graduating. We got a spot for you. For who? What? <laughs> I'm reading this article. It says Wisconsin football is one of the best programs in the country at avoiding the big upset. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that aged poorly. Oh no, that's don't say oof. That's beautiful. That's a blessing from above. I'll, I'll admit this is gonna be the longest podcast ever. But, but like, seriously. yeah, you better be ready to edit for like an hour. But like, seriously, like, I'm going after him hard, really bad. Like, the dude who's going to Notre Dame, he's probably gonna stay at Notre Dame because you know they. Isn't but there, even then. Isn't there a player headed to Nebraska? Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. The number one player in Minnesota is going to Nebraska right now. If I'm PJ, I'm saying, look, dog. <laughs> look, homie. You want to see a culture change? Surprise, you just saw it. You want to help your state do something? Shoot, if I'm PJ, I would show them the schedule next year. Who on the schedule? We play for Floyd. We play for the Gunners, Victory Bell, and the Axe again. South Dakota State. Fresno State. George Southern, but also, Purdue, the guy Illinois, can Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland, five. five, Penn State, Iowa Hawkeyes, Northwestern Wildcats, and the uh, Badgers. Yeah, at the home? Badgers. <laughs> at but, home, but be careful. They come that. back with the fight. Let me, let me home, see that. Home, but not. I would say a good eighty percent of us losing to Wisconsin is a mental thing. Because we never had a coach who could convince us that we could beat Wisconsin. We've had better teams than Wisconsin. The 2014 edition of the Minnesota Golden Gophers should have beaten Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You had Max Williams. KJ you, May. You had KJ. No one could convince them. They no one could. Hold on. The 2016 version of the, the Minnesota Gophers came version. this close to beating Wisconsin. And then, and then Mitch Leidner threw four picks. 
someone had to convince you that we could do this. Because the moment you the moment you convince a team that they can do something, it's the moment they do something. And I know beating Wisconsin will never be an easy thing. Next year they're gonna come into our house pissed. But you know what? Minnesota says we can beat you. And uh And we were We're gonna fight. And we were kids last year. Sorry, uh we just uh, retied a very important head-to-head record. And the series is tied again. Congrats, Wisconsin, for owning the and, series uh, for exactly one year. We are Minnesota fans uh, want that head-to-head record back. They want it back. You get the opportunity. Rodney and you Shannon You kept the back. axe from us for 14 years. Years. And Barry Alvarez has kept that bacon in his office for how who knows how many. I want that back. I want because they said they they said they lost it. I got my axe. I want my bacon too. That's who look. I'm like the moment you convince someone that they can, that is the moment that we do. You convince a group of kids, 53 percent freshmen, at one point having eight all <laughs> players, all freshmen on the field. You convinced them. You didn't. You convinced them. You showed them that they could win. And you look at their schedule next year. And I say, look, David Blau was the perfect quarterback for Jeff Brown's system, and he's leaving next year. And Jeff Brown may not be there next year. So I, I legit look at the schedule. And if Joe Rossi's defense plays the exact same way they've played, not even the exact same way, because you'll see a slight regression probably. But if they play the way they played, getting OJ back. Getting other play Antoine back, getting our best defensive player back. I'm looking at eight and zero going into the bye week. Then you get uh, Penn State without the Wizard of Happy Valley. And here's a little tea. I got some tea for you. USC doesn't go to a bowl game. They fire their head coach. And they hired James Franklin. Oh, wow. That's a hot take. (laughs) I love it. Think about it. If you're James Franklin, because you're at a name brand school. Penn State is a name brand school. But you will always have to deal with Ohio State. You will always have to deal with Michigan. But the Pac-12, I don't care what it is. Who's winning? The Pac-12 is USC. All of the alumni, all of the support that you have down there, recruits will come running to James Franklin. That's my hot take. I'm looking at, trying to look at uh, when the last time Wisconsin lost by, how was it more than? It was, no, at home. At home, yeah. By 22 points. 22 points. I'll take 21 points. <laughs> Currently looking at 2016. So we <clears throat> We're going back a ways, guys. Go back to 2014. No, no yeah, go back to 2014. I'm going to guess 2015 isn't great for it. That's six points. That's at home. That's by four points. Oh, well. Alabama? They, they played number three Alabama in 2015. Was it at Wisconsin? It was at Wisconsin. And they lost by, what is, what is math? 
18. They lost by 18 points. That's not 21. To number three, Alabama. Uh, keep going back. Keep, keep going, going back. back. <laughs> keep going back. You hear that, recruits? Alabama didn't put their hands on Wisconsin like we put them hands on Wisconsin. Wait, hold up. Uh-oh. Putting down a whole pack of Number five, Ohio State. <laughs> they lost 59 to zero in the Big Ten. That was a Big Ten championship. Doesn't ah. count. That was a Big Ten championship. Keep going back. <laughs> Keep going back. <laughs> oh my Wait, God. but that was 2014. Well, uh, we in 2013 uh, now. State. Oh, that's the, yeah. No. No, that's not even that much. We're back to 2012 now. Look for that fat L. No. Michigan State, that's OT, OT, OT. Oh, all right. We're going back to 2011. <laughs> Run it up. Run it up. 2010. Oh, well. Oh, wow. Uh, 20, <laughs> 2009. Mm. Oh, they lost by 10 points to Iowa. Hold on, State, hold on, hold on. Ohio State. What? Nope, only 18. Only 18. Oh. Mm. Oh, there it is. oh, there it is. Penn State. They lost Penn 20. State in 2008. It has been 10 years. Since someone did Wisconsin dirty like that, and we put our hands all over them. So if I am PJ Fleck, I'm going to them. Spencer, email that to him. Uh, I'm going to Wisconsin. I'm going like I'm looking Wait, on all those. We go unranked too because Penn State was number six. Oh, keep going unranked, unranked. <laughs> run it up, run it up, run it up. up. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 2006. No. Nope. Nope. Half of this podcast is going to be us looking for this Wisconsin <laughs> ale. Nope. That's 10 points. Wait, no, that's a 21 point. Oh, no, that's at Penn State. Yeah, boy, come on now, boy. Boy, you, you're, making yeah, 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 you're making my another... brightness going down. What? Did it just kick me all the way back? 2000. It won't even let me go past under 2003. All right. L's, L's. That's at. No. That's away. That's UNLV was close. Uh, UNLV 18. was 18. We can't even see past that. I can't even go past well, that. The only it? time in the past irony. 16 seasons. Wait, hold up, hold up. Isn't that ironic? Was that when we lost the axe? That was the last time we won the axe. 37-34. Minnesota. Isn't that ironic? In 15. 15 years. 15 years. The only team that's put their hands on Wisconsin as bad as we did was Penn State. Penn State. State. Who was number six at the time. 2008 was... Was that Joe Pop? Was that old Joey Paterno? Yep, that was Joe Pop. All right. Woo! 2002. Ooh, 2002. What the? You still looking? You still looking? Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Else. Okay, Madison, no. No, no, no. Madison, no. Iowa City, Madison, no. No, it's not there. This one's harder to read. Madison, no. No, 12. Ooh, wait, who? Indiana? Go ahead. Who's this? Oh, 63 to 32. Yep, that's it. Hey, uh, hold on. There's no. Is there any sign of rankings on this one? What year was that? 2001. 
unranked, I think. Or think Indiana was unranked. It was a 31-point win. Good job, Hoosiers. Congratulations. Hoosiers was the last unranked team to do them dirty like that. Yeah, assuming that they were unranked. Yeah, assuming they're unranked. This one doesn't show rankings, but. Oof. Oof. When was the last Oop. time Indiana was relevant, anyway? Has Indiana ever been relevant? There we go. I'm there you say. go. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, Stop. in basketball, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, that's my thing. You, we now have a coach with a super selling bid. We have a. Oh! Nebraska's ranked over us, and we gave them their worst loss at home to an unranked team since 2001? And no. And we can offer some recruits. You can get a starting job. Stop! Like the offensive lineman? I don't want to see a Sam Schluter on that field next season. Sam Schluter is. I ain't go. I love him because you know he was in our military and we love you. But get him off the field before he gets our quarterback healed. <laughs> Looking like uh, Mike Remmers against the Green Bay Packers. Oh, don't do it. I'm just gonna go ahead. Go sack Kirk. That's fine. Yeah, just, just go get. I'm ser- like seriously. Like this win was so important, and the only thing that pissed me off. Was how humble PJ was. I love how humble PJ was, but that was not the time. I'm going up in there and I'm laying down the wood. I'm going up in there and I'm just saying, "Youngest team in the country. Beat somebody that nobody else could beat for the last 15 years." I'm going to just say this: This is my first batch of freshmen, and we did that. And we have another good recruiting class in Minnesota history coming in 2020s. Already. It was until Jason Bargy got arrested for True. domestic battery. You ain't coming in this household. So, PJ, if you could please go ahead, hit that recruiting trail, and do the- This is also another reason I would love to play one of these name brand schools like uh, Oregon. Or, uh, heck, I love to play Virginia Tech because they've always been one of the calling cards in the ACC. Hey, what happened to Pitt? I love to play Pittsburgh, too, because they are the Coastal Division champions. If we beat them, Pitt. PJ is so different from a lot of the coaches we've had because he seems like more of a recruiter first, more than like a coach first. Yep. Because he, I, I think that's very refreshing for us. But also, he relies on his uh, coordinators to do... Ah, uh, you mean uh, Kirk, Shiraka, and uh, Uncle Joe? Even though you can see. He's not a micromanager. He's, he's going to let them do their job. He's going to let them do it? their job. But uh, the one place you can see PJ's flex hands all over it, that wide receiver core, that is the work of one PJ flex. And they're all back next year. And hopefully and more. Don't say, don't that, say that, that, that now. Don't say that. No, don't they're going to drop passes in the first game. No, not we got to drop at least four passes. Demetrius Douglas, you keep yourself on the team, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he solidified that. Um, Let uh, him drop one no, more no, pass. No, 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 no. He, oh, he solidified. He got himself back on the team. He got himself back on he the He got himself back on the bus. So I'm like, just remember, we still got Antoine who can return those ones. And all I'm saying is, Antoine's one of those people who could do 37 people <laughs> to get to the end zone. Let's wait. Let's Actually, no. Yeah, let, let Demetrius do that. We don't need Antoine getting injured again. Oh, best part of next year's schedule. We don't play Maryland fourth. <laughs> Which means Antoine's yeah. ankles are safe. Don't you say that either. Bless all the ankles. <laughs> Save all the knees. 
Do you think that late buy is going to help us out? Penn State. Because our schedule is very backloaded. And I oh, love it, it. You get the bye week. Because, let's see. The only team that I will be worried about playing. Well. Yeah. Purdue. I'm very worried about Purdue. But I want to see what Elijah Sindelar does. Because before David Blau came in, Elijah Sindelar looked like hot garbage. Wasn't Oof. he garbage against the Gophers at ross last year? Didn't we take out David Blau in the first half? I yep. think that's your answer. There you go. That's uh, all we need. That's all we need. And then, well, we had Connor Rhoda at QB. Point made. Thank you. Uh, so, Who do we have in the backfield? Ronnie. Shannon. But we'll have him this year. So, yeah, I'm like, the only thing I'm worried about is Purdue. And by Purdue, I mean Rondell Moore. Uh, (laughs) And whoever else they bring in. So, so yeah, I look at the schedule and I say, because we own Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Oh, we own. Oh, we own. They don't want to see Rondell again. So, yeah, Uh, I look at the schedule and I say, eight, possibly eight and oh, and I'm sure we're going to lose something in there. But if everything goes perfectly, if no one gets injured, 8-0 going into the bye week right before Penn State at Iowa at Northwestern. Perfect stretch of time. And Iowa loses both um, their tight end, their tight ends, TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fan. They're both declaring for the NFL. Is Nick Stanley a junior then? Yeah. Okay. So... So there you go, uh, go for fans listening to Opa Podcast. So next, this weekend is the uh, bowl reveal. Bowl yes. review. So we'll also do another podcast for that next week. And also talk more about recruiting and discuss what happened in the post-Big Ten Championship. It's also this Saturday, too. Ooh, who Ooh. y'all got? Ooh. Ohio State. Boy. <laughs> Don't disrespect Northwestern. Hold on, hold on. I took the upset... At, at at Ohio State, and I was right. Northwestern taking it. <gasps> well, hot but, takes on this podcast. We only serve them spicy. Hot take: Northwestern doesn't do good against teams from Ohio. See the Akron Ohio game. Uh, so they don't do good teams from the D two school from Ohio. Um, and you know what? Here's my hot take. Y'all remember that 2014 Big Ten Championship, what Ohio State did to Wisconsin? 59-0. Ohio State is about to lay. Because, you know, Ohio State got to send a message to the committee. There there are some words that you said about Northwestern when you did the Northwestern podcast. Yes. And it was that Northwestern doesn't lose games for themselves. Oh, they don't have to. Oh, I'll say she's just going to beat them over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> no, with a frying pan? No, with a frying pan. They're going to hit them over the head with a frying pan. They're going to hit them over the head with a baseball bat. Don't. Big Ten Trophy? They're going to find Cardale Jones, and they're going to hit him over the head with Cardale Jones. Don't get me Dick wrong. Elliott is going to be in the game. He's going to disguise himself as J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Ohio State, he's the better team and should, by all means, walk out of this one with a win. But that's what we said about Michigan last week. 
Michigan had the hey, number one defense on. in the country and I just got disrespected Ohio State last Anything Ohio State. can happen in the Big Ten. That's a whole lie. <laughs> Don't <laughs> count out lie. a Northwestern team Homie, that knows no, what they are lot. playing for. We gotta for. wrap this up. Ohio State by 50. Okay, so why is the only one that's going for uh, Northwestern? I'll take the Northwestern upset. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All right, thank you for for listening to Opa Podcast tonight. We'll see you guys next week.